Hey lady, welcome to the Elevate Her podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mariuki, leadership coach, career queen, twin mom, and wife. If you are ready to step into the level 2.0 version of yourself, girl, you've just found yourself a cheering squad that will help you do just that and even more. From one career woman to another who navigated the challenges of being a black woman in a profession that lacked diversity, with no rule book to help me figure out the keys to climbing the corporate ladder, I am on a mission to change this scene for good. In the last few years of my 10-year career, I not only overcame the challenges that held me back from the mid-level career slump I found myself in, but unlocked the doors to land big promotions in my career, become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm, get my confidence game on and become a trusted leader. If you are ready to shake off the self-doubt that's been holding you back, uncover your value, get seen, promoted, and paid like the leader you deserve to be without more degrees, qualifications, or inauthentic networking tactics, stay tuned because you are about to get elevated. Hi, my dear friend, and welcome back to episode 79 of the Elevate Her podcast. So today, where are my introverts at? Because I am talking to you around how you can actually lean in instead of shy away from your strengths as an introvert in showing up and standing out as an impactful leader at work. And I did this live show on the Elevate Wednesday weekly show last week. And after finishing the live, I realized how much talking about it triggered me because when I was just reflecting, I realized that so many times I was boxed in to what I thought or what other people thought good looks like on a leader. And I would hear all so many times, right? I would hear the phrases, you need to speak up more. You need to show up in a more vocal and, you know, a more sort of aggressive version of yourself. You need to speak louder. And I didn't realize at the time of course, I took this feedback positively, but I didn't realize that it was actually affecting, first of all, my self-worth. But then it was making me think that I needed to be someone I was not, right? And I tried being someone I was not and being the aggressive type of person. And quite frankly, it didn't work. And it was really frustrating because it's like inside of you, you're in a battle with who you really are, if that makes sense. And so I realized that when I started leaning in and focusing and amplifying on my strengths as an introvert, I didn't have to actually show up as the aggressive, quote unquote, extroverted leader that everyone wants to be around. And it's so interesting because now this whole concept around the introverted leader, the quiet movement, people like Adam Grant and Susan Cain, increasingly talking more about why it's important to have introvert leading and in the forefront at work and why it's important to have a diverse group of people leading organizations. I find it like a full circle moment because, of course, the bias around the extrovert leader in the corporate world is still going to be with us for, I mean, for a good amount of time. I don't think it's going to change much. Maybe in the next 10 years, there'll be a shift. But right now, there still is that sort of bias more towards people who come across as sociable. But that doesn't mean that as an introvert, 
you can not lead effectively, that you cannot get along well with people, that you cannot be someone who likes to interact with people. It just might be in a different form, but that doesn't mean that you cannot lead. So I'm going to talk about why, first of all, introverts at this moment in time are hoised for being really strong leaders and how you can lean into your strengths as an introvert. Okay, so for the why, first of all, there is so much research that has been done around the importance of having diversity in leadership because not only does it lead to innovation, it also leads to people being challenged for their opinions. Imagine if everyone in a room, right, let's say the exco, they all had the same personality, right? There would be a whole lot of groupthink in that group, right? People would tend to accept ideas just because, you know, they have similar personalities, they think the same, right? And not much challenging, not much of people talking, you know, improving on ideas, right? And so that whole concept of groupthink and all those unwanted effects of having similar people in a room leading an organization comes through, right? So that's why it's important for introverts to be in those rooms, right? Because we can bring in a different perspective, bring in a different view, our ability to focus and our ability to make decisions from a place of not even conservatism, but from a place of being very carefully thought out can have a huge positive impact, right, on the effectiveness of a management team or a group of leaders. So I don't want you to downplay that, right? And then secondly, I want to say again, our way of interacting with people socially should not negatively sort of change people's perception of whether you can lead a group of people or not. And even more than that, in this day and age, right, there are so many forms of leadership, right? There are people who lead literally a team of like two people, right? And that is a leader. There are people who are self-leaders. Right. So I think whenever you hear the word leader, you think of this person leading a battalion of 50, 100 people. That's not always the case. Right. There are people who don't even have the leadership title, but they lead in the sense that they are responsible for influencing, for making key decisions. They might not even have direct reports under them. So there are so many different forms and shapes in which leadership comes through and in which our way of social interacting can actually be a strength. Right. Because think about introverts and how we interact, like having one on one interactions with people. And that's how we build deep and meaningful relationships. Now, imagine if you were a leader of, let's say, a small group of people, three, four people. And if you were able to connect with those people in a deep and meaningful way, not just in a sort of, oh, I'm here. I, I'm just being nice to you because I need you to work for me. Right. If you were able to connect with those people authentically. Imagine the results that you can drive. Imagine the outcomes you can drive when you collaborate together as a team. Those are the strengths I want you to focus on as opposed to the areas of development that we need to work on, quote unquote, because I don't even think they're areas of development. I think people just need to understand introverts and accept that we're not definitely not going to be, you know, the life of the party type of people. Or the people's person, right? Or the people who want to, you know, always have the last say or always have something to say. 
that's not what introverts are all about, right? And so just people understanding how we bring a different dynamic or dimension of thinking, of problem solving, of interacting with people is so, so key, right? Hey, before we continue with this episode, I want to share this brand new resource that I created and put my heart and soul in getting to you. I am so excited to share with you the Position to Promotion Guide, a brand new free PDF guide designed to help you plan your next promotion. Yep, I said plan. And this guide is going to show you exactly how in five steps. Wouldn't it be great if you could, one, start getting the recognition and the money you deserve with the expertise you already have, two, have the confidence to ask for a salary raise and secure it, three, become the trusted leader and advisor in your area of expertise, four, finally get that promotion I know you've been working so hard towards, and five, know how to position for a promotion even if you don't like negotiating like me. Well, the position to promotion guide is just what you need. You need a plan from someone who has actually done this to get the results you've been hoping for in your career. P.S. This guide is exactly how I've helped other women, myself included, secure phenomenal career results, like getting directorship positions at work, 60% salary increments within a single financial year, and it's how you can do so too. Just go to bit.ly forward slash position to promotion to get your guide. I cannot wait for you to get your hands onto this. And oh, did I say I even dropped a free negotiation template in this guide with conversation starters to help you initiate the conversation, which I know can sometimes be difficult with your team leader around your promotion. Yep, I meant it when I said I put my heart into creating this amazing resource for you. Go to bit.ly forward slash position to promotion or check the link in the show notes below. So actually, this episode is not just for introverts. It's also for people who lead introverts, right? So if you know you're in a position where you have a team of, you know, you have extroverts, introverts, I want you to not discredit or downplay right, or give opportunities to other people and not the introverts just because you think they won't be able to handle the people aspect, right? You will be surprised, but you need to give them a chance and you need to understand that how we manage people is very different to how the typical extrovert will manage people or manage similar situations where their people skills and people management needs to be called on, right? And then lastly, I want to talk about this whole you know, public speaking, speaking in big groups, being visible. Of course, this is generally not our biggest strengths, right? But that doesn't mean that we can't, right? I think as introverts, we also need to take responsibility for rewriting and creating new beliefs around what is possible for us. And in this day and age where online platforms are increasing, I mean, there's so many. If I look at the number of meetings I have virtual versus the ones I have in person, I have so many more meetings virtually than in person in comparison to three years ago. And so this is an opportunity for us to play in as introverts, right? And I feel it's a much more safer space to practice, to make mistakes, right? To see what works, to see what resonates and to build those relationships, even through virtual means, right? So I want us to also take back 
right? Look at what those limiting beliefs are. What are those beliefs that have been holding you back? And think of, okay, I need to rewrite them because they are probably not true, right? It is not true that speaking is an act of extroversion, right? That is just a limiting belief that we have, you know, either self-inflicted or created or heard or seen other people say and then or maybe just seen from the environments we've been in and the workplaces we've been in that it's typically the extroverts who take the stage and speak, right? And lastly, of course, the most important one is that extroverts are better leaders than introverts, right? There's a study that I think was done by Harvard, I can't remember, and it was just showing that 96% of the leaders and managers who were surveyed reported themselves as extroverted, right? But this is what they reported themselves to be, but not necessarily who they actually were. And even in that sense, what they were trying to drive down home is that this is actually not true, right? We can't have 96% of a population being extroverts. That's just not true. It's just that a lot of times we wear on a specific persona for specific circumstances, right? And so sometimes you then end up you know, looking at yourself and looking at how you lead and how you manage and, you know, how you handle when you're in those positions. And then you suddenly or you think that that shows sort of extroversion and it doesn't necessarily do so. Right. But the other thing that this study was driving home, which I found very interesting, was they were saying how introverts are better leaders than extroverts when it comes to specific groups of people particularly people who are highly motivated, high performers, who want to be part of the solutions, who want their voices to be heard. And this is another area where introverts can shine, right? Because it's different to extroverts where, you know, they want to have the last say. They want, you know, they want to be the ones who are aggressive, who are at the forefront of leading the solutions. They want to be seen. They want to, you know, take the spotlight. And in a good sense, right? I'm not saying this is bad, right? But the introvert leader thrives by listening to people, thrives by giving people the space, thrives by being inclusive. And think about the modern age of leadership and what are the topical issues, right? Inclusion, respect, diversity. These are all areas where we as introverts can thrive, right? And we have the upper hand. I hope if you are an introvert and you're listening to this episode, I hope you're convinced more than ever that you can lead so powerfully and so impactfully just by leaning into your strengths as opposed to trying to be someone you're not. And if you are a team leader, I hope you can see how it's important to give the introverts the space and the grace, right, to showcase their strength and to lead, right, and to be part of the solutions and to be in the forefront, even though they're doing it in their own way and form, right? And instead of telling them, you need to speak louder, you need to be more aggressive, you need to na 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 all these things, right? Praise them for their strengths because they're so important, especially in this modern age of leadership where the Gen Zs are, you know, increasingly becoming a bigger population or part of the working population, right? And parts of our teams. So ladies, I am so excited for this coming month because we are going into Women's Month and we've just finished Black History Month. I feel like this is such like a good intersection of, you know, celebrating who we are and what we're good at and, you know, what we're capable of and what our potential is. And I'm looking forward to the next month and bringing in some really great guests. So stay tuned. 
Be sure to follow me on Instagram or LinkedIn so you can join us on Elevate Live Wednesdays as well. And I will see you in next week's episode. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Her podcast. If you found this helpful, I would be forever grateful if you left a review of the show right here on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. If you would like more support and inspiration to elevate your career, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn at Rebecca Morioki or if you're an Instagram girl let's connect over there see you on the next show